two adventurers went on a quest to find the greatest words ever uttered. They searched for years, and eventually, they found it. the perfect podcast name. It's time to show the world. Hello, and welcome to. Uh, do you remember? I thought you wrote it down. Welcome to. We forgot the name, but trust us. It was a great name. I'm Leith, and I'm Amir, and this is We Forgot the Name. It is a podcast. Some pretty big news. You know what it is? This is it. This is it. This is the dozen. This is this makes our, this makes our dozen yeah, episodes. Maybe there was that unfortunate one that we lost. Well, well, this is the episode thirteen. This is this is unlucky episode thirteen. But it's our twelfth uh, published episode. Yeah. 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 Our dozen. This is the end of season one, unfortunately. Yeah, this is the end. We will be back in uh, late August, early September ish. Yeah. Somewhere around there, I'll post it on Twitter. Yeah. When we come back, you will, I don't. You will post it on Twitter. I don't know if anybody will see it. I hope to have an Instagram running by then. All right, that'd be cool. Yeah, so we're gonna start a WFTN Instagram. Yeah. Or okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we are um, Gonzo for a little while, but not forever. We promise. Yeah, not forever. We're coming back. Well, you know, it's summer break, so we won't be on campus as much anymore. Yeah. Which makes it harder to use like podcasting booth and stuff. We do have some ideas though. We do have some ideas. We're gonna try and get some more guest interviews mm-hmm. like over Definitely. the summer. But just use my laptop, so you know. I mean, hopefully great audio by quality. then COVID restrictions will be lowered, and we can maybe have even more guests in the booths. That would be cool. Yes. That'd be that'd be ideal. Which our university has announced that they are making masks optional starting next week. Nice. Well, because this is funny because we're not going to be here. <laughs> well, they're starting it with the summer semester. Okay. They're not like they're finishing out the spring semester with the same restrictions, but um, their masks are optional. Full seating at sporting events. Nice. Full seating in the classrooms. They want to start it up like a normal school year, and that'd, I'm excited. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. It's been a while of not normal. Yeah, well, and I know they've been looking at, like, the numbers in our county and the distribution of the vaccine, so... It should be easier over the summer, even, because people are leaving. <laughs> We're a college town. Yes. So a lot of people are leaving, but I guess we are also I was going to say, you have area. forgotten that we are a um, tourist town, and our population quadruples on a good weekend in the summer. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I doubt we will have less people come in than leave. Like our population's going up even if all the college kids leave. Yep. I forgot about that part. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could forget, but... The roads will never be clear. The driving is already going downhill. Yep. <laughs> uh, I don't get road rage. You don't get road rage. I just get mad. But, but you're not the type to like slam into someone with your car, I'm though. I'm not going to slam into someone with my car. I'm not going to drive recklessly. I'm not going to scream. I am going to mutter angrily to myself about why you haven't had your license taken away since you're driving 10 miles under the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, uh, I, I, I get a little mad. I get frustrated when people get close up behind me, so I, I slow down for them. <laughs> I do that, too. Only if I have nowhere to be. Oh, even if I have somewhere to be, I, I, I'm I'm more content to be like late. Yeah, I'll be late <laughs> if it means I get it back at them. You're so ruthless. Uh, no, I have I have the spiteful <laughs> side. It, 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 it's it's strong, but it doesn't come out very often when it does. Mm-hmm. It's everything. Mm-hmm. I spite like <laughs> no, <laughs> it's bad. Um, so but, like this morning, there's mm-hmm. a person behind me. Oh, you bet I was slow. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was so close up behind me and. I don't know how this, how this happened. It was not even that cold. His mm. window was frozen over. It was like 60 degrees. I know. <laughs> His window is frozen over. Where did the ice come from? I don't know. Where did it come from? Where did, <laughs> Where it, did go? it go? <laughs> I don't know. Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't get like road rage, but sometimes people will do dumb things in front of me. And I'll, okay. I'll, I'm one of those people who's like outwardly calm inwardly mm-hmm. no. <laughs> fuming yeah so okay when it comes to anger 
I get I'm I'm inwardly fuming, outwardly calm. When it comes to being scared, I'm outwardly scared, inwardly calm. <laughs> okay. So like I'll be like showing all the signs of being terrified, but on the inside I am absolutely fine. I am chill as can be. And so when someone does something stupid in front of me and then the driving, I like you know, my you brain know, goes into, hey, let's be logical. You know what the um the uh outwardly terrified and inwardly calm reminds me of? What? A scandal in Belgravia. Oh. Sherlock season two, two episode one. Because mm-hmm. it's episode four overall, right? Yeah. Um, and Sherlock pretends to have been mugged, and he's like, "Help! I've been mugged." <laughs> and the chick, uh, Irene Adler, is like, "Hello, Mr. Holmes," and he's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Because <laughs> she saw through his facade. Yeah, I'm outwardly scared, inwardly calm. So like, I'll freak out, I'll tense up outwardly, but inwardly, my brain's like, "Hey, we're, we're chill. We're good." <laughs> there's, there's two people in my head. Mm-hmm. There's like. The, there's like they really call me and there's the adhd demon ah yes i have one of those <laughs> and so i have to like all the time be making the adhd one busy <laughs> like in order in order to have my my own thoughts i have to like play video games while listening to a podcast so that it, it can't it, it takes care of my like my, my hands-on side mm-hmm. and my like goofy side and then i can just think I'm free. I'm clear in there. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Welcome to Fandom News. Let's get down and nerdy. I have been waiting for this moment. Oh no. Percy Jackson. Oh, I'll, okay, okay. I like those ones. I like those. Okay. okay. Not quite, not quite. Oh, no? Rick Riordan. The... Riordan? I don't know. I pronounce it Riordan, but um, I might be pronouncing his last name wrong. Who? The author of Percy Jackson. Oh, okay. He is... I found another author who I like as much as him. So he is now tied for my favorite author. <laughs> He's tied. Nice. But for the longest time, he was solely my favorite author. I discovered his books in third grade. I've been reading his books every year since third grade. I'm in college now. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Yeah, you're right. It has been a while. He has. I was, I was doing some maths, okay? Quick maths. You ready? Yes. As far as I can tell, he has uh, 21 books in his Riordanverse. Which is like the Percy Jackson and other mythology books he has written. 21 books and 11 bonus books. Which would be 32 books since 2005. Wow, that's actually really good. That's a lot. Yeah, it's been... Yeah, that's a little yeah. over a book a year. Yeah. Um, it's more than a book a year. Well, oh, 32. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A, year, um, a book and a half a year. He, well, so he's pumping out five book series in four years, three book series in two years. It's a lot. This is not about the Percy Jackson series. Oh, it's not? No. So I did some digging on the Rick Riordan website. Um, by the way, something I found interesting. He has said, because somebody asked him about crossovers. He's like, I know fans really want an Avengers-style mashup of every single series. Yeah. Maybe someday. Oh. Maybe. And it kind of sounded like he was joking. He's like, maybe, maybe. Not right now, though. No. Because do you know how complicated that would be? Let's just mash all of the mythologies. Woo! Well, and I will say, so there's um, that King Chronicles crossover. The Magnus Chase books, which were the Norse gods. Magnus is, An- is Annabeth's cousin. Oh. So they have like a little camp, like Annabeth and Percy have a little cameo once or twice. Is Magnus a, re- a reference to Magni? I don't know. I don't know who that is. He's a guy of strength. Oh. Uh, North, North, North mythology. I don't know, but I'm not sure that that would make sense because Magnus's thing is he's the son of um, the uh, Norse god of like outdoors and sunshine. 
Ah. So he's not super strong. He's not a good warrior, but he's really good at healing people. Mm. He's got really good healing abilities. Okay. But he's not like, like he fights, but he's not like the best warrior. Fair enough. But yeah, so, um, but he has said he is not closing the door to like smaller books, to one-off novels, to other like bonus books, but he is not making any more big series in the Percy Jackson universe. Oh, man. He is focusing on other projects now. He has mentioned briefly that he has like done some studying. I think he might have gotten a degree in um, stuff to work on a Celtic project. Ooh, that's fun. That is all I know about it. <laughs> Celtic. Yeah, Celtic project. Um, that it sounds like maybe a similar concept to Percy Jackson, but not set in the same universe. Different universe. Okay. Yeah, because so like Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the second series, Heroes of Olympus, Percy Jackson is still a main character. The fifth series he wrote, Trials of Apollo, Apollo is a character in the Percy Jackson series. He directly in- interacts with Percy in this series. A lot of the people from the other two series are directly in this. So those three are directly linked. Then in the King Chronicles, there's little cameos here and there with like minor characters or they'll say something like, I saw a flying horse, I swear. And like flying horses are characters in the Percy Jackson mm-hmm. series. Um, but And then there's that little crossover book, but they're not like a direct like interaction. Then K- Magnus Chase, he's Annabeth's cousin. So like she appears a little bit like... So even if they don't all directly interact a whole lot, they're all set in the same like universe and they're directly tied together and you can see those links. This one's not going to have that though. This one's not going to have that. He also is working on, there is um, there's a Percy Jackson Disney Plus series coming out. I am definitely going to cover this later. We just don't know very much about it right now. Okay. Rick Riordan is a writer and a producer. He and his wife, Becky, have a company called Mythomagic. What they're dedicated to is making like faithful adaptations on screen of the books. So Mythomagic is like partnered with Disney Plus to make this series. Um, then Mythomagic is also part- partnered with Netflix to make a Kane Chronicles movie series. Okay. Because I was about to say, you know, it went so well last time with the Percy Jackson movies. So the thing is, Rick sold away the movie rights before he even published his first book. Oh. So he had no control over the movies at all. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, with this Disney Plus series, he's both a writer and a producer. With the Netflix series, he's not a writer, but like the writer has worked with him before, I believe. And he and his wife are both producers. With the movies, he was not involved at all. They were just based on his yeah. books. Um, one of my favorite lines from Rick Riordan, somebody asked him about the movies and he said, no one hates them more than me. Wow. He read the script, said uh, basically the script was just so awful that he didn't see, like even if the actors were amazing, they wouldn't be able to fix it. Ooh. So he never watched it. The Disney Plus series and the Netflix series, Rick and Becky are both parts of both of those. Also... The final thing, final thing. This is his like newest project, I think. Like the other projects I've talked about are like things he is working on now, reasons he's busy, but they're a ways away. We don't have a release date for any of the movies or anything yet. Like the TV series, they are not talking about a release date. They are, they've just barely started preliminary casting, which is why hopefully I can bring you something in season two, but not right now. He has a book coming out in October, 2021. Ooh, okay, what's it? Daughter of the Deep. Ooh. It's a modern tribute to 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which is a book by Jules Verne, a French author. You might know uh, his other book, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, okay, I've seen the Um, movie. He's science fiction. And so, you know, Journey to the Center of the Earth was about like caves and spelunking and stuff. Yeah. And it actually inspired a bunch of like people to go spelunking and explore caves. His book, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, is about a captain named Nemo in a submarine 
what that did is um, submarines were really new at the time he was making this. And so a lot of the time they were still really dangerous. He took it and he like inspired more people to like invest in and like expand the submarine and ocean exploration thing. We do, we do need that. Yeah. Well, especially um, I don't remember when. Like we know more He about was born space. in 1828. Yeah. So we definitely needed that back then, too. Like, we didn't know nearly as much as we do now. We know more about space than we do our own oceans. Well, yeah, they're kind of hard to explore. And I think, like... Only we could remove all the water. I think they're, like, underrated. Like, people are like, oh, space, there might be aliens. And so, like, they're really interested in it. And they're not necessarily as interested in the ocean exploration. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, space scenes is more, you know, more attractive, I guess. It sounds like this is going to be more of a focus on science than magic. Also interesting. Yeah. And it's very vague still, but the main character is Anna Dakar. And basically, from what I can gather, she is a student at a marine science high school. And she goes on a field trip. It says her parents died on a science expedition. And from what I can tell from, like, interviews and stuff, she finds out something about her parents. But I don't know what. Like, the way they've described it is, like, her parentage is just as interesting as Percy Jackson's. Okay. But with science instead of magic. But they're not spilling anything because it hasn't been released yet. Awesome. So, yeah. And there's already talk about a movie. Rick has said now that he's been working in making movies and TV shows and stuff, he knows better how to format a book to make it transition easier to the screen. But, you know, book's not out yet. Movie's still a long ways away. So, yeah, that's what's going on with Rick Riordan. have a game yes we do (laughs) an improv game Mm -hmm. so would you like to explain what this is mimir sure so we got a piece of paper Mm -hmm. and we each wrote six sentences on it yep and then we randomly drew them from each other yep so we might have our own sentences we might have each other's sentences Mm -hmm. we don't know we don't know what the other person wrote we are doing a continuation of 18 tabs Yes, this is a different episode, different characters. Mm-hmm. Different characters. Still yeah. the soap opera, 18 tabs. I don't know if I can do Queen Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth again. I don't know enough about Marilyn Monroe to keep playing her. <laughs> Potato sack. We're going to set a four-minute timer. During these four minutes, at any point, we can pick up one of the papers. Mm-hmm. We have to open it and read it as soon as we touch yes. it. We cannot provide any context. Like, So if my paper said like, call me now i can't be like oh i just got a text from my mm-hmm. mom that says no. call me now like i have to read it mm-hmm. call me now. and then i can justify it afterwards but yeah. like mm-hmm. and it's improv you just got to go with it yeah that's what we're doing and every time we get better mm-hmm. yes that's the plan unless we get worse every time we're gonna say that because it <laughs> might get worse <laughs> okay do you think is there anything else we need to explain is that it i mean that's pretty much the game mm-hmm it's be fun for your ears to listen to. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, we need to draw some. I'm going to start this out with a paper. Okay. We're going to draw some names, right? Huh? Who we are. Are we doing that again? Or oh. are we just, I thought we were just going with oh, it because we, we being... have these sentences. Oh, we just, we just doing a scene. We know how, okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to start with a sentence. That's just how I'm going to start it. All right, okay let's you. do this. Ready? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Set, timer start. It's crossed out. Did you grab the wrong one? It's crossed out. <laughs> I think you grabbed the wrong one then. Wow. I, you know, I'm glad. I'm so glad you're learning uh, Simlish. Absolutely. You know, I think it's really going to help. It'll uh, help me run. understand my husband. Yeah, your husband. Yeah. It's yeah. Really hu- After a- that accident where he can only speak Simlish. It's like, you know, it's, it was a weird coma he was in. It, it was. It was a devastating three months watching him wither in that hospital bed. Whoa, bro. Just chill out, man. Excuse me? I said what I said. 
you got just you got to drop it, man. It's it's too much. Chill out. There's no reason to be so chill out after watching my husband in a coma and now he can't communicate with anyone. Why do you have a moment to discuss the economy? I actually do. You do. I'm so glad you asked. Great. Yeah. What is the economy? (laughs) What what is the economy? The economy is all around us. And it seems to be going downhill, doesn't it? I think so. Probably. Well, I mean, it's doing good for me. It's doing it for you? Yes. Have you seen my mansion? (laughs) Are you sure you didn't cause that accident? Absolutely not. How dare you accuse me of putting my husband in a coma? To infinity and beyond. Well, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, wait, you were trying to trick me into agreeing that I put my husband in a coma. Yes, you know. Why are you admitting to tricking me? You you know full well that you made him play the Sims in that car. Absolutely. I'm not a masochist. I just want to test my limits. What? You agree? You did that. I can't believe you, but I don't think that's a masochist. Wait, no. I did... I have suffered a lot watching my husband go through these trials. Wait, so you intentionally... No! You intentionally put him through trials so you could suffer? I'm not a masochist. I don't believe you. How rude. I don't know what makes you think I would be a masochist. I know where you stashed the gold. How did you find out? I learned how to speak in Sims. You've been talking to my husband behind my back? Yes, I have been. And we have wonderful conversations. He's not as far gone as you think he is. Oh, I'm as angry as a pyramid of chihuahuas. That's, hey, I wish I could say the whole thing again. Whoa, chill out, man. (laughs) You're being, that's a little aggressive, don't you think? No, you've been talking to my husband behind my back. Yes, I have been talking to your husband, and he has been telling me things about you. Things like... (laughs) Hold on. Things like... Things like, all hail the beer utter. Where did he learn about the beer utter? Yes, I, I've, I've, I've brought him to my cult. It's too late for him now. You monster. Oh, you call me a monster? Well, how about, it's your baby? Reality is an illusion. The universe is a hologram. I can't... I can't fight you on that one, but you still have a kid you're not talking about. Yes, it is my baby. With my husband. Oh, is it your husband? I'm married. Is it your husband's? Absolutely. He'll paint me blue and call me babe. I bet you say that to all the people. What? I bet you say that to everyone. I do say that to everyone. What about it? Just because I'm a helpless flirt doesn't mean the baby is not my husband's. I blame Robin. Don't you dare blame my child for my husband being in a coma. Who else? If it's not you, who else staged that car accident? Gregor. Gregor? Gregor. Ah, the man, I, the man, the myth, the legend, Gregor. The Canadian masseuse. The Canadian The Canadian masseuse. The uh, the handsome French-Canadian man, if you know what I mean. And time. (laughs) That was probably more like five minutes, but we hadn't gone through all the sentences and we were having fun, so. (laughs) That was fun. We should definitely do that again. (laughs) Any thoughts on that? That was amazing. I'm very concerned that the first paper I had is a scribbled-out sentence and I can't read it. what happened was you grabbed the uh, ones I scribbled out. Uh Uh-huh. I don't remember what I was trying to say there, but I know that in mine there was hidden too, and so therefore I had more than you. Oh. Okay, I see, I see. Mm -hmm. What an issue. Yes. Uh, So I I had a couple. Um, I I was going to make a joke for my show. Mm-hmm. But I thought maybe I didn't want to be offensive. 
Okay. <laughs> so I didn't. That's smart. Um, I had an Unisonis quote and a Gravity Falls quote, so I think it's a good day. It was a good day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you, you guys, we should open it up so they can send sentences. That would be cool. You guys can do that now. Yep. You, you have been given permission. <laughs> sentences. I'll send out a tweet. Hashtag sentence. Hashtag, 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 hashtag tweet leaf. Hashtag 18 tabs. Hashtag 18 tabs, yes. <laughs> One eight tabs. <laughs> the waves are crashing. The yeah, boat rocks and creaks. <laughs> And the, the wind howls and whips at your sails. And then you see down below a fin. A knife through water. Inching closer and closer. Until it freaking bites your boat. Freaking bites your boat. <laughs> because that's what happens in Jaws. Okay. Welcome. I've never seen Jaws. I haven't either. <laughs> Welcome to Weird News. <laughs> <laughs> nice intro. I like it. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, so uh, it's I love Shark Week. Uh-huh. It's not Shark Week. But here okay. today, this week, this episode, shark mm-hmm. episode. Sharks. Sharks. <laughs> sharks, sharks, oh my. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys love Australia, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's this man. His name, Chris. I'm going to say Blows, but it could be Blowes. Okay. So what, what, what do you blows think? Blows sounds better. Chris Blows. Chris Blows. I wonder what he blows. Glass? Hopefully. Bubbles? Bubbles. Yeah, um, so surfer Chris blows. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he lost his leg and was in a coma for ten days after a shark attack. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's just like my husband. <laughs> just like my husband. <laughs> I'm sorry. Eighteen tabs slipped in. Sorry, sorry. Yikes! Um, that is awful, though. So he lost his leg. It was real bad. Here he said, "It shook me about and played with me for a bit." Oh, and it ended up pulling my leg off. Australians are the type of people who are very blunt about things. <laughs> yeah, um, that's very um, ouch. His heart had completely stopped, and they had to administer CPR until he showed any sign of life, and he was in a coma for 10 days after that. Anyway. Mega yikes. So the story here, beyond that, is that he wants that tooth. There was a tooth that lodged in a surfboard mm-hmm. when they attacked him. Mm-hmm. He wants the tooth. Okay. Because he figures he deserves it. Yeah. But I prob- mean, I would say a coma puts you deserving of a tooth. There's a problem, though. The State Fisheries Management Act means that it's illegal to possess, sell, or purchase any part of, white, of great white sharks. Oh. So he legally cannot have access to that tooth. What's supposed to happen to the tooth, then? So it had been, he'd been asking for years. And finally, a uh, a local politician heard it. And, and, and wait, so how long ago was this attack? This is 2015. Oh, okay. So it was this this year, he fi- the a local politician finally got around and like made it happen. So he finally got the tooth, and he says, "I would never kill a shark for his tooth, but it took my leg, so I don't see any reason why I can't have it." <laughs> Makes sense. The shark's not getting his tooth back. I'm not getting my leg back. So. An eye for an eye. An eye for an eye. <laughs> or, you know, a leg for a tooth. Um, yeah, so uh, I think his name is uh, Mr. Basham, the, the politician. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris has obviously been through a hugely traumatic experience, and I wanted to see if there's anything I do to help. And so I think it's, this is a really heartwarming story about how that a shark, shark takes leg, leaves tooth, government takes tooth, man gets tooth back okay but he's so chill though he's like yeah so shark ripped my leg off can i have its tooth the government's like wait a minute we have laws against that he's like whoa 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 
Shark took leg, me want tooth. Mm-hmm. It's a good trade-off. Like, he's super chill. He's not like, oh my gosh, a shark. He still oh, surfs, He could have killed me. Oh, he he's, still surfs. That's... He still surfs with one leg. He has a he has a, he has a That's bite. super cool. He has a uh, prosthetic leg. That's super um, cool. Also, he says that it would be a good souvenir to show my grandchildren. <laughs> this is a family man we're talking about. A family man. <laughs> All right. So while I was here, I found some other articles. Okay. Uh, this one wasn't in Australia. Uh, a pregnant woman rescues husband from shark attack in Florida. Oh. Yeah. Uh, How far along pregnant? Um. It's okay if you don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, police said Andrew Charles Eddy, 30, was snorkeling on Sombrero Reef. <laughs> Sombrero Reef sounds like 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 a song title. Like Lakeshore Som- Drive? Sombrero Sombrero Reef Hotel California. <laughs> he got he got bit by a shark almost immediately after entering the water. Oh. He jumped in, shark attack. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> His wife saw the shark's dorsal fin and dived in without hesitation. That's devotion, though. Then that, then, then he pulled him in the safety. Oh, Did he get seriously injured? Yeah, he was badly injured. He had severe shoulder injuries. Aww. Um, he was in critical condition. But anyway, he survived. They had a happy family. And it's all going to be okay now. All right, That's next. Good. Next to shark, uh, shark Week, back to Australia. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, uh. Australia surfer saves wife by punching shark. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> the great <laughs> shark puncher. Uh-huh. Uh, so Chantal Doyle got attacked by a shark. Okay. Her husband jumped in. Mm-hmm. And punch the shark repeatedly until it releases grip. This is amazing. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the shark was about 10 feet long. Oh my. That's that's taller than a person. The, uh... Oh no. They, I don't know, know they speak in an accent when they do the newspapers. All right. This fella paddled over and jumped off his board onto the shark and hit it to get the release her and then assisted her back to the beach. Pretty full on, really heroic. <laughs> That's awesome though, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else to add to Shark Week? I mean I just like I just think it's kinda awesome. Like can you like what is the trade off in life? <laughs> Why hello Unisonis. How nice of you to drop in. <laughs> What's the trade-off? Like, you know, I mean, I guess, like, shark's like, hey, I hunger. I take leg. Yeah. I leave tooth. You've been mm. paid. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. How, how, I don't think that's a fair trade. Okay. Okay, Lee. I have to know this. Uh-huh. How much would someone have to give you for a leg? For my leg. Yes, your, 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 your leg specifically. <laughs> more than a tooth. Okay, okay, more than a tooth, but what? what's... I don't know. There there would be a lot of would factors. You, would you exchange leg for all the Gravity Falls secrets revealed? No. Okay. Would you... <laughs> would, you re- would you get rid of leg to get a you know, award-winning book that, like, published. I might have to ponder that for a while. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. Like, so the thing is, I was going to say, I would, my first reaction would be, like, nothing is worth that. But then, you know, you got to think about it. Like, how much are they paying you? How much are you getting out of it? Will it be more than enough to cover your hospital costs? Or is covering your hospital costs part mm. of it? Like, you know, I'll cover your hospital costs plus this. Like, you know, so you mm-hmm. don't have to pay for like prosthetic and all that. Because, you know, oh, I'll give you $100 for your leg. That is not going to cover the cost of what like if we, recovery. What if, what if we could do this in a different country that had healthcare system for everybody? Oh, oh. Well, and I think also part of it would depend on like 
chopping off a leg while you're awake mm. or like surgical you procedure in a hospital while you're asleep. You wouldn't feel it. Are you going to do that dumb thing where it's like, no, you wouldn't because where's the pain? Oh, in my leg. Wait, but my leg is gone. No, no, no. You wouldn't feel it because your body would be so, so much in shock. That's why you wouldn't feel it. Yeah. So there's a lot of factors that would have to go in. Like for me to be awake, the price is way higher, way, way higher hmm. than if like I were asleep, you're covering all my hospital costs. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm not going to give up my leg just for hospital costs. It'd have to be other stuff. Too. So, so a super sweet necklace wouldn't do it. No, no. Hmm. A tooth. No. Well, would you, what would you give for a tooth? I don't know, like, not as much as some people because, like, okay, they're cool, but, like, I'm not going to wear a tooth necklace like some other people would. Mm. Like, some people are like, oh, cool, this is a tooth necklace. It's a real shark tooth, and they're, like, super into that, and I'm not. So, like, if I found one at the store, I would be willing to pay a lot less for it than someone else might. Fair enough. What would make you give up your leg? Would you give up your leg for... I don't know. I'm trying to think of something interesting. A new car. No. Because you couldn't drive it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't, like, need, you, don't need, you don't need one leg to drive a car. Ah, yes. If we caught off your left leg, you can still use your right one to hit all the pedals. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Wait, wait. Fair enough. I, I use, my, my, I use my, my right leg now. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. if we cut off your left leg, you don't oh. have to worry about it. Yeah. Cutting right. off your right leg would kind of suck because then you'd have to, like, reach across to get to the pedals. You can make it work, though. You could make it work. Um, I know there have been people who like are paralyzed or whatever and they've gotten like rich people. So they've bought cars and had them remodeled so that they have hand levers mm. to drive. I would do it for a sweet, like a sweet robo leg. <laughs> Cyborg. Yeah, I would totally do that. Was my, I what, have my, no what, issue believing that you would do that. What, what, what is my leg doing, doing me right now? What? what i just need something else to be able to walk maybe i could do something really cool like i'd be like the winter soldier but with a a vibranium leg (laughs) vibranium leg (laughs) speaking of the winter soldier i just found out that he's a super soldier yeah he's been a super soldier yes i didn't know this because i've seen the winter soldier I thought I had seen Civil War. Apparently, I hadn't. I had only seen, like, I'd seen half of it, but only the half where they're in the middle of a fight, not the half where they're actually, like, giving you plot points. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know he was a super soldier. I didn't know how, um, what's his name, uh, Rhodey got paralyzed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't, like, he just suddenly was, and I'm like, oh, well, that's dramatic. Um, I didn't know that... Um, I hadn't seen half of the scenes with Spider-Man in them. I didn't know how they got Scott Lang in there. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, I didn't know about the scene where they dropped Bucky off in Wakanda. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like I knew he ended up there, but I didn't know that they like dropped him off. I didn't know that Steve broke Sam out of prison. And they were on the run. I thought they were in prison, <laughs> and then they got released, oh my gosh. like on parole. Because that's what happened to Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I missed so much, and you then did. I watched this. I'm like, oh, well, they, oh, this makes sense now. So, speaking of Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. uh, so when Captain America back in World War Two mm-hmm. found him after he'd been captured, mm-hmm. he was being experimented on, mm-hmm. and that's how he, he <laughs> became sorry. a super soldier. Oh. So he was a super soldier the entire time during that movie. Okay, that makes so much sense. And then when he sense. fell off the train, he lost his arm, sure. But he survived because he was because a super soldier. Because he was a super soldier. Okay, okay. It's not the same as Captain America's, though, so. Okay, that makes so much more sense. I was so confused. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and then I didn't know, like, I knew he killed Tony's parents, but I didn't know it was because he had super soldier serum. Like uh, oh, Howard had super soldier serum. Yeah, Howard had it, and then yeah, 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 and he killed him like for that. I didn't know that was why he died. Hmm. Like, I missed everything. You missed so. a lot of stuff. Wait, you missed. Wait, <laughs> you missed one of the coolest shots of the entire series. Then 
What do you mean? Captain America versus Iron Man? No. I think what happened was my sister was watching it and I like walked by and stopped and watched it for a little bit and then left. So I saw all the fight scenes. I'd seen Captain America versus Iron Man. That was a cool fight. Yes, but watching it after Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out, that scene where Captain America is beating Iron Man over the head with the shield to get the mask off, it's different. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Um, I've seen that. I saw the big fight where they were all together. I just didn't see how they all got together. Mm. Like, I'd seen that stuff. I just hadn't seen, like, the important plot points. <laughs> you saw the shell of a movie. Yeah. 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 You saw a movie that had been attacked by a shark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Qua, 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 the qua, the qua, the qua, ah yes, qua, yes, qua, ah yes, qua, this is the qua, yes it is, this is you're you're here now, and so yep. <laughs> you can send us uh questions and we will answer them. Yes, we will. You can do that by emailing us at wftnpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hashtag tweet Leith on Twitter at uh, crazy underscore book nerd. Yeah. Hashtag qua. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag. You know, it doubles the power if you hashtag uh, twice. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Makes sense. I don't know Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's not. Pound key, right? Am mm-hmm. I right, guys? The pound mm-hmm. key? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sharp sign. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so, Where's the yeah. tic-tac-toe button? <laughs> we have a bunch of questions from wonderful fan Miranda. Thank you, Miranda. Miranda the legend. The woman, the myth, the legend. <laughs> the Moran Moran. Moran Moran, the question summoner. <laughs> yeah. So we have questions. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Sure. I'll... Man, this is the kind of, I, I love this question because it's kind of like what you do if, if you're like probably very stoned and you and look over at your friend and you're like, why is tennis ball fuzzy? Why is tennis ball fuzzy? Why is tennis ball fuzzy, man? I don't know. Does it make it bounce better or something? It's fuzzy. It's fuzzy. I, I can't actually, I don't know. Why is tennis ball fuzzy? I <laughs> don't know. Why you, is a tennis ball fuzzy? Are you going the Google machine? Mm-hmm. You're using your laptop again. Yeah. What? The light box. Oh. 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 Um, it's a drag force on the ball. Oh. It keeps it from going too fast to like help control the game. Hmm. Interesting. Wait, interesting. So, so you're telling me ultimate tennis has smooth balls? No, I'm pretty sure that's pickleball. What? Pickleball. Have you never played pick? We played it in gym class. You have to. What do you do? Soak your tennis balls in vinegar for a while and then hope for the best. What? What do you do? Soak 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 your your tennis balls in vinegar and hope for the best. No, it's like it's basically tennis, but I'm pretty sure it's on a smaller court, and you use those like hard balls that look like Swiss cheese. Hmm. Uh huh. You mean the uh, the oh gosh, what's like what are they called? The, what are they called? Wiffle balls? Yeah, wiffle. Because yeah. they wiffle when they go by. Wiffle. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I didn't know why they were called that. Yeah, so you use that and you use kind of like ping pong paddles, but like heavier. So, but I'm talking about like, 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 a, like a pool ball <laughs> between two trampoline nets. What? I'm talking about a really hard like baseball. Uh-huh. That you use a, that you use a tennis racket by each other. I don't know that that would bounce very well. Hmm. That's the issue because in tennis ball. you can bounce it. Golf ball. I'm scared of where you're going with this. So, uh, what's your favorite plant? Favorite plant? Mm-hmm. Um, I like. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like the uh, I like the the the, the coca. Oh, like where we get chocolate? Yeah. Okay. okay. Favorite plant. 
because we get chocolate from it. That's a good answer. And chocolate be life. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the world would be world would be a much sadder place if chocolate wasn't in it. That's very true. Do you do, do they make chocolate coke? I don't know. I don't know that I want to know because hmm. I'm. I don't know. They add chocolate to like drinks. That's weird. Except for chocolate milk. That's weird. Like chocolate milk is not weird. Other chocolate drink, drinks tend to be weird. Mm-hmm. Like chocolate pop. Huh. I, I I recently went to the store and I bought chocolate milk. Okay. I hadn't had it in so long. I was like, hmm, <laughs> this stuff is very good. I forgot. <laughs> I've been out of high school so long. Oh, yeah. Chocolate milk all day, every day. Every day. Why would you get any other kind? I would bring water. Well, I mean, that's good. Maybe you want to be healthy. But like... That was not the reason. It was because I got sick a lot from mm. allergies and milk would make it worse. Ah. But, yeah. So you're weird. saying that being having allergies isn't spicy. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my turn. Why, <laughs> well. Uh, um, uh, favorite character ever. <sighs> okay, so I actually have a list of my top favorite characters. You have a list? Uh-huh. Like, my favorite characters from anything. Just a second. Uh, favorite characters. <laughs> it's on my computer. Okay. I'm literally just gonna, like, floom through this. Because there's no... Uh, these are my favorite characters from everything. You ready? Mm-hmm. Puck, Robin Goodfellow, A Midsummer Night's Dream. The, like, whimsical, like, jokester. Jest who is pretty much the same character, but he's from the book Heartless by Marissa Meyer. Uh, Sirius Black from Harry Potter. (laughs) Um, Eleven from Stranger Things. Sans from Undertale. Lancer from Deltarune. Connor, the android sent by Cyberlife from Detroit Become Human. Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls. Sean Murphy from The Good Doctor. Harvey Johnson from the Bye Bye Birdie musical. (laughs) He, his literal... All he is is a voice crack. He is the personification of a voice crack. He has like three lines. He's my favorite character in that musical. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. That is my list. You're welcome. <laughs> favorite characters? Oh, my god. What gosh. about you? It's so hard to find. Pick a favorite character. That's like, why I have a list. <laughs> like, I love Batman, but I wouldn't say he's my favorite character. Okay. Okay. Who would you say is your favorite character? I mean, I really like... Oh, this is sound like kind of like basic, but Iron Man's one of my favorite characters. I don't know that that's basic. I like him. Like he's like growing up, like he was always a, like a, like a kind of like a weird idol for me. Okay. I always wanted to be like Iron Man one day. Well, he's popular and he's a superhero, so there's that. Popular, red superhero. Yeah. So, and he's got he's got a cool personality. And especially like the Iron Man movies are some of my favorite MCU movies. They are though, yeah, like. I don't, like, the first one is not my favorite just because he's, like, building up the technology. But, like, Iron Man 3 is one of my favorite ones in the MCU. Oh, yeah. You can see a lot of who he is in that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, especially when he's like, I'm just going to destroy all my suits. <laughs> Let me introduce you to a character. I don't know if I've talked about it before. Oh, boy. Um, Nick Valentine. The name sounds familiar. Who is he? I could have talked about it before, but, like, he's one of my favorites because... He's one of those characters that deserves their own game. Okay. Because I it, it strikes me that like he's, he's from Fallout 4? Yeah, he's from Fallout 4. He he has a story interesting enough that he probably should have been the protagonist of the story. I'm very scared cuz I looked up a picture and he's got like half a face. So he is so he woke up mm-hmm. in the wasteland. Okay. And he didn't know originally that he was a robot. 
you've told me about this guy because didn't he like join the robots to fight against them not or not join the robots but joined the group fighting against robots he will eventually if you if you play your cards right but basically he was a prototype that the institute was working on okay they um so basically before the war they took a bunch of brain scans remember like people's like personalities and everything Mm -hmm. and then they just were testing to see if they could make a synthetic person. And so they put okay. Nick Valentine, the pre-war detective, mm-hmm. into this robot. Oh. And then they cast him out because he was a prototype and it wasn't worth anything. And so then they left him in the, out in the wild. And I then, don't know why this reminds me of Connor from Detroit. <laughs> it's very similar, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he goes on and he's like, well, I don't know what to do. And he tries, like, people hate him because he's a robot. And it's slowly becoming more and more apparent he's a robot because all the wear and tear on him slowly showing up. Oh. Not that he looked super realistic before, but he's passable from a distance. Okay. And then he like turned like metal-y and skin all gross. Mm -hmm. And like, you're like, oh, that's a robot. Yeah. um, And so he tried, people hated him. People didn't want him around. Um, And then he was, they they, they found a use for him. They didn't like him. He was Nick the Repairman. He found out, he he fixed things around around the city. He helped people when he could. He's he was a good he's a good person. Mm-hmm. And then um, one day the mayor's daughter goes missing. And then he goes. Did they blame him or no, does he investigate? He goes tracks him down. Oh. And then he saves her by using the fact that everyone's terrified of robots. So like he he walks up and he he starts like so he, he starts like he asks her back and they said no and then he he starts going beep beep beep. Beep, like as if he's gonna explode. That's they awesome. run away. He saves her, and then from then on, everyone's like, you know, maybe you're the detective. And so oh. he so he gets to he gets to do his old job again in the city. That's cool. And he he does missing person reports. I understand why he's one of your favorite characters. He's a really cool, just good, honest person. And that would be a really cool game. That to start because the, a lot of that story I thought was kind of missing something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I, I really wish that they would have made the protagonist one of those robots. Oh, okay. The whole story is about how they need to have rights and how they need to be treated right and how, like, everyone hates and fears them. So the entire story is about robot rights, but you're a human? Yeah. And it's... I can, I can see both sides, though, because it kind of offers a different perspective from, like, Detroit. Mm, fair enough. Like, Detroit Become Human, you're three robots, and they're all fighting for robot rights in a different way. Mm-hmm versus like if you're a human and you're experiencing this it's a different perspective true so i think maybe it's more of like a what would you do if you were caught in this because you're a human already mm-hmm. it's also a deal with like, uh, like your, your child my boy who's like 60 yeah boy 60 my boy evil my boy uh my, my boy enslaved robots how old is your child Oh, my, my boy, Robin. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Robin Ro- Ro- Moonshine. Robin Moonshine Redacted. Yeah. He's, uh, oh boy. He, was he like 47? I don't remember. Let's say yes. Robin <laughs> Moonshine, 47-year-old child. I don't know what this accent is either. I'm just slipping into weird, like, not really actually accents. It's just me warping my voice. You're warping? I'm warping. <laughs> okay, final question of the season. Are you ready for it? Sure. What is your podcast name? Wait, you know, that's weird because like, it, you know, lately, I think I, I think I know it. You do? What is it? It's, it's like, it's, it's right there. It's right, right on the tip of my tongue. It's... 